Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places that are really supposed to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. Miss 305. Miss uh, Parrot Head. I want to be. She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's Ashley Pickle. I was a Margaritaville ambassador in college. That's a flex. Um, I've gambled at the Margaritaville Casino in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah, they have, they have, Their whole bit is they've got $5 blackjack at all times. I like and that. I have... I have had a few margaritas. <laughs> uh, the man singing to my right is recording us for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's our friend Greg Powers. What is up, Greg Powers? Howdy, y'all. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. Uh, my Rangers are off to a great start. Your Reds are not so much. May I? May I promote? Well, to they've you? won three more games than I would have predicted them to win. That's good. Have they won three games? They've won four. Oh, there, you go. there we go. Uh, may I direct you to I think who may be my favorite non-Rangers team this year. Okay. It's going to be the Rays, right? No. <laughs> no. I forgot that was a baseball team. I ca- they're off to an 11 and no Yeah. Jeez. I clearly have not been paying attention. I think the Pirates kind of rule. Really? The Pirates are fun. That was I the won. only series the Reds won this year. Uh, uh the uh Jaywan Bay, the the uh, yeah. the he's he had a walk-off home run last night. They got Carlos Santana out there. Um, Mitch Keller's been really good. Uh, Brian Reynolds is, is you, off to a great start. Uh, Jimon Choi is fun. They got McCutcheon back. They're fun, man. You I wanna, know they're good, but I think they're fun. You want to know who I'm going to root for? Anyone who's playing the Cardinals and the Pirates are going to play them a lot. Yeah. So the Pirates are definitely a team that I'll root for some. Yeah. Uh, because they will play the, the Cardinals. Other thing, the other thing about – I mean, it's, it stinks because O'Neal Cruz, who's one of my very favorite players, because yeah. he's just team swing real hard. Uh, he fractured his ankles. Yeah, he's out for a while. Yeah, it stinks. Anyway, there's baseball talk. Today is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. It is 225 days of Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. Happy heavenly birthday, I should say. She would have been turning 100, 104 today. Is that right? No. She would be turning 107 today. My goodness. Happy birthday to Beverly Cleary. Okay. Beverly Cleary. Wrote the Ramona books. Ralph Mouse. 
Yeah. Uh, she wrote the she wrote the uh, the, the Ramona books. Uh, she was uh, she was did, did you read the Ramona books growing up? Mm-mm. You didn't, man. I don't think maybe so. Just, maybe it's just because I I live with a uh, a reading teacher. Yeah. But like Ramona, maybe I did a little bit. I was big into Junie B. Jones growing up. That was like my Henry Huggins as well. series that I liked. I guess. Oh. Anyway. There's a new movie coming out by one of those. I think it's uh, Judy Bloom. Movie. Mo- yeah, one of her books is, is is. We'll look that up. We'll have that in final thoughts for you. Um, uh, episode one thousand five hundred seventy-one on today's show, folks. This week, recruiting with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And back half of the show, Powers is going to explain the whole <laughs> recruiting calendar. Bit. Good luck. Everything. Because the there's there's meetings with the NCAA this week to potentially adopt some recommendations to change the recruiting calendar, and it could have some major impacts on the way that recruiting happens across the state of Texas and across the world. So uh, we'll get uh, exactly what that means and what it can mean for recruiting from Greg Powers coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We have first three through the door. What? Yeah, we're still not up on Facebook. I don't know what Zuckerberg is doing, but I'm going to blame Zuck. Listen, Zuck. Listen. That's it. Get good. Um, Daniel Agnew, Nick Morton, and Coach Terry Crawford. You know what? Welcome in, fellas. And the honorary fourth, first four through the door. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Frank Stallone. Okay. Congratulations, Frank Stallone, our honorary fourth, first fourth through the door. Big listener of the show. Yeah. All right, you ready to go? Let's do it. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. Oh, yes. What? Yes. Go ahead. It's This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers, a recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Follow him on Twitter at GPowersScout. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And follow him on Instagram. There you go. Oh yeah, on the gram. What are you? What's your? Uh, Greg Powers recruiting. Greg Powers recruiting on Instagram. He's on the gram. Go support him. Uh, he got a follow uh, follow from Mallory Hartley, oh and that's God. that's big time on the gram. This, of course, is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Oh, do we follow Chicken Express on Instagram? Do they have an Instagram? Ooh, I bet their Instagram is. If they have an Instagram, if it's just videos it's full be, of tenders, that's gonna be, be a difficult follow. It honestly, it has to be. because that's like the holy grail. And if you open your phone and see those tenders, it's just like what? Like oof, honestly, I'm gonna look into this. Hire us to do your social media because all we'll do is just like every day it'll be like 365 days attendees. But then I mean they're much more than tendies, so they'd probably not be mad. At they that, have it all, man. Like you know. it's just like it's the spot. It's the spot to be. If you're thinking about lunch right now, you're listening to this show. Here's your sign to go to Chicken Express. That is pull up and all get right, you some right. tendies. Here's a hot take. Oh, chicken eat followed by Dave Campbell's Texas football. This Love is to it. See it. Love to see it. Let me ask you: Is Dude. that the best smelling restaurant in America? Look. E- Oh, oh, where did it go? This camera. One. There we go. They made a heart out of oh, all the chicken stuff. stuff. That's awesome. Wow. Um, is it the best smelling restaurant in America? It might be. I mean, I think can't of, think of one that. I'm trying to think of other ones. You know, they do tailgate packages. Holy cow! Um, I'm learning so I'm trying much. Trying to think, you know, like one of the ones that I always and, and not really a competitor, so I hope they don't mind. But like Krispy Kreme always smells really good, but that's not really a it's hardly a restaurant. You know right. what I mean? Like a you know, Cinnabon. Yeah, Cinnabon. That's hardly a restaurant. Oh yeah, if you're walking through the mall in Annie Ann's, you know, like those kind yeah, of like singular like, bakery. As far as like, but those are snacks. Yeah. To me, like as far as a meal restaurant is concerned, like Chicken Express. 
think it might be the best smelling restaurant. And the Texas mm-hmm. high school coaches love Chicken Express. Dude, I mean, those questionnaires are probably like filled up with like, what do you want your food Dude. to be after the games? Chicken Express. Yeah, well, we've told the story before where we were in Mesquite watching Longview. Were you there with us? No, uh, he wasn't no, there. I wasn't there. there. We were waiting to get an interview with John King afterwards. And he was like, oh, I got to hold on. I'm feeding my kids. And then he's just got this stack of yellow boxes. And I'm, <laughs> we were just drooling. You were like, like trying I, to get in line. Can I join the team? And Mesquite always has good food. So that meant something, you know, in the press box. <laughs> Tell you what. You were Lobo up. This week in recruiting with Greg Powers. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Prospect on the rise. We're going to Ingleside. Talk about Let's do it. Soon to be senior wide receiver J.C. Smith, Jaden Smith, picked up a couple of offers this week, a couple of big ones, including Nebraska, Washington, Boston College, to go along with an offer from Columbia. He's a DCCF three star. He's got offers in state for places like North Texas, plus some places like Air Force, Fordham, and Texas Southern. Uh, he was their district utility player of the year, and he did a little bit of everything for them, as you as you tend to do at the four A level yeah. with Ingleside. But this kid. We might be, I don't want to throw around the words hidden gem. Yeah. He's one of those guys that because I think he's a little bit off the beaten path, might not be getting the love he deserves. You want to know what I feel good about? We made this dude a three-star like three months ago. Love it. Before he had, I think he had like one offer. This was a tape I watched. I was like, yeah, that dude can play. And he's been rewarded for, look at this dude's. Did the stride. Maybe he's yeah. a, Maybe he's a hot 100. I mean, he might be a hot 100. <laughs> Can, you're seeing this stuff happen. Like, right, we've watched yeah. this tape and was have been impressed with him. This this guy can flat out fly. And what I really love about what you're seeing here on tape, you can see right there. I think he has a little bit of a knee brace on. He played most of last season with a uh, partially torn meniscus. Wow. So he racked up over a thousand yards at receiving. Um, played some defense. Great in the return game. And colleges are starting to wake up to the fact that this guy is uh, an elite talent in Texas high school football. It's pretty cool too because I I'm I'm trying to think of the last if ever Ingleside guy that I've covered. Boy, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, you know that. what I mean? Like I can't. I, nothing jumps to the forefront of my mind for yeah. that as a, a prospect who went to Ingleside. But this guy um, took an unofficial visit to Washington uh, this past week and picked up an offer from UW. Uh, Nebraska offered him as well. Nebraska's doing a great job evaluating Texas high school football talent. Um, but anytime – like Washington doesn't offer a lot of people in right. Texas. Sometimes they offer people in Texas. So they must think that they have realistic shot at possibly reeling him in at the end of the day. And uh, – few p5 offers now on his list with nebraska washington boston college and what i love to see is you know ivy league yeah he's got an offer from columbia i wouldn't be shocked to see like maybe rice mm-hmm. jump in this one so we so the, just have to watch and see what happens the only thing i'm seeing as far as um uh, there's a, a, a Jalen Gross was a kid in the class of 2015 who was a three-star. It looks like he ended up not signing, but he was a kid who transferred from Nebraska to play at Ingleside. He was a, okay. He was a two-star prospect on, on 247. So this might be, honestly, at least in the in the kind of the this modern era of recruiting, this is probably the highest-rated player Do you come out of Ingleside. consider that Corpus Christi, I guess? Yeah, kind of Coastal Bend area. Yeah. But uh, he's a name to know down there is Jaden uh, Jaden Smith, the, uh, the wide receiver there from uh, from Ingleside, a name to know, uh, and uh, picking up offers left and right. Uh, let's roll on to our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week, we're going to the DFW Metroplex out east of DFW to talk to about 40s, soon-to-be senior safety, uh, Aaron Flowers. This is the guy who we've talked about on this show before. He committed this week. He committed 
to the Oregon Ducks, uh, choosing them over places like USC and Oklahoma. Number 19 in the DCTF Rising Hot 100. And, uh, yeah, Oregon is getting a playmaker of the highest order in the defensive secondary. Really like his versatility in the defensive secondary. He's a guy who can play safety. He's got experience playing cornerback. Uh, he's a really good tackler, smooth in and out of his breaks, wastes little movement, uh, arrives at the ball with a, a little bit of fire and passion. I love that. And he was the highest rated commitment in the state of texas this week but this was a very very busy week of commitments you had peyton pierce who pulled the trigger on his commitment to ohio state one that we haven't got a chance to put something up on the site yet happened last night yeah caleb blanton committed to rice from manville a very talented oh, linebacker wow. another three-star for the rice owls um mm-hmm. giving them another what i think is a a huge addition in the 2024 class because they have armstrong notum as well at mesquite horn that class is off to a very hot start it's like john uh, k knows what he's doing down yeah there. something's going <laughs> something's going on uh michael hawkins committed to oklahoma tcu found its quarterback in hoss Haney, Haney, a three-star top 100 guy from Alito who led the Bearcats to a state championship win. I I think that's a I think that's a great fit for TCU's yeah. offense. I mean, I really do think that that's that's a big one. And then our number eight quarterback in the state rankings, Deuce Adams, the final quarterback in the top 100 or hot 100, committed to Louisville. So the top eight quarterbacks in the Lone Star State are now all off the board, and that'll make it really interesting to see who the next four or five are on these schools list as they're trying to find you know a fit under center because the top eight guys are all committed big week of commits aaron flowers the biggest one there going to oregon um and and a really nice get for the ducks who continue to pick their spots here in the state of texas and and this is another example of that it's this week in recruiting with greg powers uh, uh let's uh check out uh, his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting we got there eventually thank you <laughs> let's roll on to our underclassman of the week our underclassman of the week let's go to galveston Talk about the Golden Tornadoes, who last year had one of the very best defenses, I think statistically the best defense Mm -hmm. in Texas high school football. And one of the reasons why was their then-sophomore, soon-to-be junior safety Jonah Williams, who you are calling on TexasFootball.com one of the hottest underclassmen this offseason. Not just because he's a DCTF five-star watch list guy. No, uh, because he's good. He's really good. Uh, I I love his... Versatility, I guess, is the best way to say it. He's a guy who I think has the size and frame to be a box player, but he moves more like a safety. Um, His four punt return touchdowns can Mm -hmm. kind of suggest the type of speed that he's bringing to the table. He's picked up 15 offers since January 1 of 2023, all 15. He had zero offers coming into 2023. So when people started to see this film – he started to blow up and it's not just been like small offers this guy's been picking up offers from the likes of you know texas texas a&m tcu oklahoma ohio state texas tech baylor etc etc so he's got all the big dogs chasing i i think i feel pretty good about him being a top 10 guy in the class, so he's one. Wow. Of, he's going to be one of those top ten type of players, based on what I've seen so far. It's still very early. You got two years left of high school ball, et cetera, et cetera. But out of the gates, I feel pretty good about Jonah being in the top ten. Four interceptions, three of them return for touchdowns. Yep, 
and four punt return touchdowns. Yep. So if he gets an open space, uh, it is pretty much over. Well, he was the overall MVP in that district as a sophomore. Yeah, a star there in Jonah Williams, the Galveston ball uh, safety. Keep an eye on him. Let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. You know, we talked about Ingleside, uh, yeah, and, and like, man, you know, their outstanding, uh, their outstanding playmaker, Jaden Smith, uh, maybe the best. Uh, the pl- we have talked about Ingleside in quite a while, right? right? Let's go to Katie. <laughs> Name one. Meanwhile, person. and Name Katie, they've put out. <laughs> uh, talk about their, believe it or not, offensive lineman, uh, Cohen Eccles, who is now in the DCTF Rising Hot 100, checking in at number 90. Uh, he was the offensive line MVP at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase in Houston. Uh, and now has 14 offers to his name. And, uh, yeah, I, for one, am shocked that Katie has an outstanding offense. He is a bully, and I wanted to make him the recruit of the week because he was one of the tapes that I really – I've seen his tape before, but I, re-watching it again <laughs> this week, I, I just like to watch him play football. You know what I mean? He is really good. A cool story about Cohen Eccles is I was watching uh, Texan Live in the playoff – push in 2021 and there was a big dude out there wearing number 74 number 74 had no name on his jersey (laughs) all the other people had names on their jerseys so i thought oh wait this guy's been called up from the jv team who's this monster you know so i reached out to to jesse and some of our guys over at texan live to try to get that roster as quick as i could it was cohen eccles and guess what he's a freak he's had a a great off season he was the next level athlete o-line mvp he was the uc report camp o-line mvp he plays right tackle a lot for katie um also you can see plays guard he can center snap Oh, wow. As well. So he's, a fi- he, yeah. he's essentially a five-position a five guy. Yeah, he can play anywhere up front. And he said he might play some center for Katie this season. And this is how I like a center. Broad-shouldered, quick off the snap, a bully, and extremely intelligent. And I think those are the boxes that he checks, and that's what makes him a top 100 guy. And that's why he's picked up you know, 14 or 15 offers uh, since being named the next level athlete camp MVP back in January. So just just a, a fun player to watch and a, Man. And a good, good kid that you can't help but root for. So congrats, Cohen Eccles. Yeah, you want to talk about a guy like a road grader. I mean – He's this tape. If you're a listener to the podcast, go watch uh, the, the the show. He's doing whatever he wants out there. I mean, just, yeah, he's he, pushing dudes around like they're flying. When he hits oh them, they're gosh. flying. He's, oh man! And that that's what you kind of that's what kind of look for. And that's why look, P five schools just started on him. Yeah. They just started offering him. He's got all like the, he got a lot of like you know the group of five schools, but P five schools are starting to catch on. He got Purdue. He's got Texas Tech. Yep. We'll see what comes next, but he's got some really good options on the recruiting trail now. It is a big uh, deal down there. Cohen Eccles now a DCTF Rising 2024 Hot 100 member, which you can find at TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting, where you can find all the fine work of Greg Powers, our director of recruiting here at Dave Campbell's. Uh, Powers, stick around, and uh, because I we, I need to talk to you about something. Okay, I'll, I'll I guess I'll stay. Thank you. I'll be here. Thanks. Thanks, Powers. I appreciate it. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Let's pay some bills. 
born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy. Past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game, like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. Visit srpga.com for more information. All right, I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. Ashley Pickles over there making us sound good. And now, Powers, we're going to call this This Week in Recruiting Bonus Edition. Okay. Chong uh, chong. Because there's, and it's still presented by our friends at Chicken Express. Thanks, Chicken Express. Uh, I want to talk about something that is coming down the pike with the NCAA, and supposedly they are meeting today and tomorrow. Yep. The D1 Council is meeting tomorrow to consider some proposals from the Oversight Committee. The Oversight Committee. They are fundamentally recommending kind of an overhaul of the recruiting calendar. Mm-hmm. And we tried to talk about this on Monday, and I realized what a word salad <laughs> I was making. And so we figured we would bring in an expert. Okay. You've read through all of this, and you kind of... It was... A, it was- painful it's but yes dense so when when we're talking about what could be a new look recruiting calendar what are we really talking about here? well here are the main let's get this just like give the broad strokes yeah. right like the here are the main points i think the main point that texas high school football prospects the players the student athletes the main point for them is that Instead of September 1st of your junior year being the date that colleges can now contact you, send you edits on your social media and text you and all that, that will move up to June 15th. 
which will be the end of the sophomore year or the beginning of the junior year. A little bit of a concern there, I think, for the Texas high school football coaches because now when those contacts are being made, they won't be around in, yeah. in the program. But I don't think it's that big of a deal anymore because you have so much offseason stuff that happens now. At, at the high school level, most of these guys are in some sort of off-season conditioning program. The coaches really don't get a chance to – like, the coaches don't get summer break. Right. You know, like you, you think of it traditionally as, as for a teacher or something like that. The co- coaches are – they have to work throughout yeah. the summer. But that is, to me, like the big change because it affects the student-athletes and really moves up the, the timeline for that, uh, you know, that initial contact. Another – change for them is that they can have off-campus connections with coaches i think this moves it up almost a full year january 1 of their junior year okay so what do you mean by that what do you mean off-campus so there are three types of well all right there are evaluation days This is when you're in an evaluation period and and high school or sorry, colleges can evaluate you like come to your school, but they can't contact you. So uh, Steve Sarkeesian can go and visit all you. We just talked about Aaron Flowers coming to to Oregon. Right. Steve Sarkeesian at Texas can go to Forney High School and watch Aaron Flowers practice, but he can't go talk to Aaron Flowers. Exactly. Got it. Okay. So they can begin to contact prospects earlier, which makes sense because they're going to be able to initiate, you know, emails and stuff like that with them earlier. So they're be able to start to build these relationships with them at a little bit of a younger age. Um, That's probably the main takeaways for the Texas high school football programs and the players within them. To me on the flip side of that, the, uh, during the spring evaluation period, which is April 15th until three days before Memorial Day, they eliminated what they call these recruiting person days. So a recruiting person day, a school gets X amount of them. Okay? okay. So let's just throw out the number 100. So so uh, Texas A&M has 100 recruiting person days. It's not the right number. Yeah, but, let's just um, Texas A&M has 100 recruiting person days from April 15th, and we'll just say Memorial Day, until okay. Memorial Day. That means their staff divides those 100 up. The s- staff goes out and visits high schools. Each time a staff visits a player, that's a recruiting day. person day. Got it. So Pickle, who is an assistant at North Texas, and me, who's an, an assistant at North Texas, we go see two different prospects. It's two recruiting person. Those are two recruiting person days. Two recruiting person days. Got it. Okay. So they made fewer of them, and I have the exact numbers on what. What if you go see the same recruit together? That that's not allowed. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I don't want to hang out. With oh, to, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's like I think if that'd Tepper be okay. and I both went and saw the same kid. That would be two recruiting person days. Okay, so it just it depends on the number of there people you go to see. Fewer and you have person. only certain amount of times that. Yeah, it, it's there are 140 is now what it, what it is. Coaches have 140 recruiting person days, April 15th through the Saturday preceding Memorial Day. And that is 28 fewer than what they okay. had so, before. And same thing for in the fall, you know, when coaches go out to games, they have 23 fewer evaluation period days 
in the fall of the high school football season. So then let me get back to kind of some broad strokes. Why are they doing this? What is the purpose of going and reorganizing? What what problem is being solved here? That's a great, that's a great question. I think it's the I think what their mission statement would be for the colleges is to provide less recruiting days to give you more personal days. Right. I think this is good for the college coaches in a way. Um, for the prospects, it lets you start to form a relationship with the coaches at an earlier stage. And another big change I think that might be glossed over within all this is whenever coaches can contact you now beginning on – what it is on September 1st, they, they're they limited to the amount of times they can call you and stuff. Yeah. Within this proposal, once that you make an initial contact with the, a prospect, you can call them at will. There is no limit right. to the amount of times that you can call them. Those are That's another big change, I think. So you could call – let's just throw a name out there. You could call Colin Simmons if yeah. you're at Duke – 100 times. Yeah. And there would be no limit. I don't love that I don't love that rule. Well, so and, and so I'll just I'll quote here uh from from the proposal uh from the it's the it's the comprehensive uh review recruiting review subcommittee. Okay. Uh it's uh Jean G is her name. Uh and uh and she said we wanted to maintain and strengthen the scholastic recruiting model for football, prioritize coach work life balance and attention to current student athletes and rules that are enforceable and monitorable monitorable as well as creating transparency in the recruiting process. To me, your thing about saying you can call Colin a right. hundred times, I think that is the NCAA fundamentally giving up on that and saying there's no way I agree with can, that. There's no way that we, we can't can monitor, monitor it. We can't enforce it. And so let's not have rules on the books because all it's gonna do is if you can't enforce it, there's just gonna be selectively Well, there's enforced. too many like there's too many ways to skirt those rules, right? Yes. There's too many ways to contact somebody in today's modern age yeah. of technology. I mean, you have Instagram stories and, you know, like yeah. there's just so Skype. Yeah, which, exactly right. Which, why did I say Skype? Sorry. FaceTime. <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, you can do all these things. Skype. And so I think that in, in many respects, what this proposal, kind of my read on it. I knew you were going to trash is, me on the Skype thing, Pickle. Thanks. Is the NCAA, the NCAA fundamentally saying, all right, we want to come up with a, something that is going to allow coaches, college coaches to have a life. Because they are right. burning and burning for the entire season. They, I think they want to do that because there's a lot of coach burnout there. The mental health situation there is pretty poor. But also, I think there is in there, in, hidden in there, kind of an acknowledgement that right now we cannot enforce the rules on the books. Like, we can't do it. And so we need to find rules and create rules that are firm but also enforceable. And I think that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, it... it when it, what it boils down to, too, is these colleges track all of this stuff with the software. Yeah. Right? They track, and right now they have to track the calls, which makes it confusing. Now you only have to track your recruiting person days, which is, breaks down in this, these softwares really nicely. Um, you know, just say Greg Tepper used 10 of the recruiting person days out of the NCAA yes. allowable 140. Um, Ashley Pickle used five. You know, that's easier to track, right? Um, just It just makes it a, a little bit easier. But by and large, to me, these rules 
changed proposals aren't going to be something that the common college football fan even yeah. notices. It's it's just they're it's, not you're not even going to notice it. Yeah, I think the college football fan won't notice it, but I think you're right. I think prospects are going to notice it. I think high school coaches are going to notice it. And I also think that especially college coaches. Well, one thing it'll change for us, yeah. like this will change something for us. When we're out at State 7-on-7, seven seven, the underclassmen will have been contacted by – they'll be in the thick of it. Yes. Right? So that what is that this year? Is that the 22nd of 20, June? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. So they'll be one week into being contacted by colleges. So the underclassmen heading into that tournament are going to, going to be – into the, like it's been a busy week for yeah. them. Yeah, 22nd, right? Who con- 23rd, and 24th. Kind of changes the narrative. Who's contacted you first and what yeah. schools se- seem to be showing you the most love so far? So I- your interviews will be even more enticing than they already were at 7-on-7. Seven seven. How about that? Ooh. Anyway, it's with very, the underclassmen at least. Very interesting. <laughs> you read Powers' write-up on, on TexasFootball.com, but there could be some major shifts coming for the recruiting calendar uh, across the nation. Thanks for that, Powers. You're welcome. Sorry if I confused anybody. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle of America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. One, there's no way that you could be more confusing than the document itself. So no. <laughs> Lord, no. <laughs> You're, it you dissected it. Um, so you wanted to know the name of the movie that's the coming Judy out Bloom soon? Movie? Yeah, I believe it's Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Is oh, that yeah. what you were talking about, Power? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah, that sounds right. So that's Get your tickets out. today. Get your t- uh, Are we off today? Yeah, I believe they're going live. Oh I haven't gosh. heard any updates. Um, I know Craven's in town because he's doing all his magazines. Yeah, he said as long as everything went according to schedule at SMU today that he would be yeah. he would be coming back up he here going live. TCU so TCU Monday. He was at North Texas yesterday. yesterday. And he's at SMU this morning. Correct. Um, so, yeah, I believe Republic of Football should be going live today at 2, wherever Audible you're cast. watching then this but if you want updates i'm sure mallory ish or craven would be tweeting about it so should be live at two today so go check that out uh yeah that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks greg powers you're welcome thanks ashley pickle i don't say thank you enough thanks ashley you're welcome for ashley pickle and greg powers i'm greg tepper vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow on texas football today